0: three rules could i use to keep society safe from you
1: um 10 feet at all times
0: <laughs> absolutely that's just a general a good rule for anyone i find yeah i was observing that well before lockdown
1: yeah well you know if only everyone if only the other six point, uh, billion people in the world
0: all six blessed. kept
1: the same that was, that was <laughs> quaint wasn't it
0: uh, <laughs> wasn't that that was a, that was a blast from the past? <laughs> Whoops! You can tell when I basically oh.
1: checked out of reality.
0: Uh, <laughs> when I had to by necessity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Government ordained uh, rule number two: uh, when yep. the cabins are rocking, don't come knocking. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah, a good that's one. Good. That always. That's a good I, one for
0: robots too. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> please, please, this isn't a cry for help. I'm having, I'm having a mega wank. And three.
0: <laughs> That's why there's cabins rocking.
1: Um, I think shop local because everybody knows that my yeah. biggest income is um, export of illegal goods. And by illegal goods, I mean this sweet ass. And, oh, um, fuck yeah, mate. And and if people can stop me exporting that ass, then I reckon. <laughs> if they,
0: can fucking, if they can fucking try.
1: Yeah, I reckon that you'll be able to snuff me out Um the 23rd century.
0: You know, it's very Asimov, actually. Sometimes all you can do is sort of limit the scope of negative impact of Goodman over the coming centuries. By following some... Harry Seldon's careful set of rules, we can yeah. reduce the impact of Goodman on society from 2,000 years to a mere 500.
1: And Like 500 years of AS, you're going to get over that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're going to get over it, society. Not, not
1: straight away, but you'll get over it.
0: Yeah. And then a new society shall flourish where Will Smith shall be... Your savior. <laughs> My personal savior. <laughs> who delivered us from Chris Rock. Class, the, the dumbest dumb person I know I dropped my microphone in the pudding again
1: Oh no, the pudding That I eat Bumpies. out of my own hands Which are currently up my butt <laughs>
0: That's why I keep them to keep the pudding warm <laughs> I'm Paul salty Lolivore.
1: I'm going to walk all up and down your ass Oh no Yeah, all up and down it mate And then occasionally side to side If, if the whimsy takes me <laughs> Time allowing
0: I've got to get up there first We'll see how I feel <laughs> We lost three men. (laughs) Damn it, the chasm. (laughs) This is it, folks. This is the culmination of algorithm month. A movie that is somewhat tying into what might be the first big hit of September. Woo! (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Yeah, what a crazy month it's been. Pow. Uh, A month that saw our listenership grow by an entire 10%. That's right, we've got an 11th listener. (laughs) It's actually gone up by 9%, but I asked a friend of the podcast, Katie Maiden, if uh, there's any size of crowd that would allow for a 9% increase by only having one extra member join, and she said no, so thanks, maths.
1: Cool, so we're ignoring that, 10%. We're
0: ignoring that, (laughs) 10%. Fantastic. (laughs)
1: That's probably
0: also inaccurate. If if a group of 10 people has an 11th member join, is that a 10% increase? It is, right? I believe so. Yes, my my whatever its percentage is, my mind fucks up and I start thinking of it as a percentage of the new number instead.
1: Oh yeah. Well, some would probably have that approach, but I call them <laughs> Tory economists.
0: I call them historians, not fucking maths people. Behind <laughs> me is Casey Maiden's also a better historian than me, and just an all-round better person. Aww. So No. Except, you know, morally. So <laughs> We are anticipating the release of Gareth Edwards' *The Creator* uh, by looking back at the last time I remember a big blockbuster movie being specifically about a society with robots in it uh, that didn't have Michael Bay involved. It's 2004's *I, Robot*. We could have done *Robots*.
1: We could have done *Robots*. We designed them to be trusted with our homes, with our way of life, with our world. But did we design them to be trusted? The rollout of USR's new generation of robot, the NS5, was marred by the death of designer Alfred Lanning.
0: Identify. Murder's a new trick for a robot. Respond. I did not murder him! This is a seldom-seen Isaac Asimov adaptation, or is it an adaptation? <gasps> Um, yeah, <laughs> and do you know the other one the other big Isaac Asimov adaptation it was from around the same time
1: um, give me a give me a mo is it, is it an adaptation in the same sense that this one is and the, the, they went we, ah, we love your, we your script Jeff here's some it's ideas similar.
0: it's actually really similar because essentially what happened is they had the premise but then they brought in a big star and the big star wanted to make it his kind of version of oh, this god. and then there's also a director with quite a distinctive kind of bland her uh, sensibility that he also brought to it and so the end product is actually quite forgettable
1: oh christ I think
0: you may well have done you know what's going to happen is i'm going to say the name of this and you'll be like oh god
1: okay just just i'm going to
0: dredge it. this out of 20 years of memory <laughs> you ready well, for these syllables yeah it's going to take you right back Bicentennial Man, starring oh, Robin Williams.
1: yes, of course. I just, Ouch. Yeah, I haven't actually seen Bicentennial Man.
0: Um, I did when I was a kid and very yeah. immediately forgot about it because I was yeah. massively into Robin Williams in the same way I was massively into Will Smith.
1: Yeah, fair. Yeah, well, Will Smith was flying high, man. He was flying high. Wild Wild West.
0: I loved that movie as a kid, as Everything I think we've else. already covered. Yeah, <laughs> and all the rest. I think... His star was maybe waning a bit by the early noughties, but there were other things going on, which we shall get to anyway. In the world. It certainly, it certainly didn't start that way. It started with uh, Jeff Vintar, a screenwriter who at the time had yet to get a script made, uh, mm. who then wrote a thing called Hardwired. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Hardwired was a single location murder mystery featuring robots, uh, just like Death on the Nile was, because that also featured robots.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Woke, cancelled robots.
0: <laughs> Both. Both somehow. <laughs> Um, a scientist dies, so an FBI agent has to interview Sonny the robot, Vicky the supercomputer, the dead scientist hologram, and some other people who represent different aspects of artificiality. Mm. Uh, Disney buy it, and they wanted to put Brian Singer on it, but he couldn't figure out a way to assault a robot, so he passed on it.
1: <laughs> Damn it.
0: <laughs> Damn. I've tried all the, all the solutions. I what can't could have do been? it. I'm going to have to go back to the shadows. Go so. back to fleshes. Twentieth Century Fox get hold of it and they put Arnie in it because, you know, robot.
1: Arnie was so big right now.
0: <laughs> he's just about to do Transformers 3. We gotta get no, he's just done it. We gotta <laughs> act on this action. Then Will Smith tries to take over the role. Arnie drops out, and they offer it to Denzel first. Ouch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. We 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 want a black guy, but mm, can we can we just be a bit racist for for just for a bit
0: (laughs) we just want we want this guy he seems he seems significantly cooler you've opened the door to this role not being played by the only guy who can play a robot but you know denzel
1: yeah i mean if if, if you've got to get anyone you can get denzel you You should get get denzel
0: Denzel. yeah i think that's generally speaking true think of how he would have improved wild wild west so
1: (laughs) fuck me that would have been something
0: that would have been fucking something. They keep bringing Ventar back to rewrite the movie and eventually decide to ask him to make it an As- Isaac Asimov movie.
1: Yeah, they keep bringing him back. They keep giving him crisps and treats and that in hope that he'll <laughs> stay for Luring him long back enough. to the fucking office. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they want to mm-hmm. tap into that sweet Bicentennial Man box office. Uh, so, yeah, they get him to change the female lead's name to Susan Kalman, one of the uh, sort of messianic figures from uh, the original uh-huh. books. Uh, they changed the name of the Robot Factory, but then also change the name to another name after that, which is, sounds more modern than Asimov's name. Murder, uh, and, they put in, <laughs> and they put in a bunch of references to the three laws. And yep. that's all of the changes they made. Yeah. Uh, because iRobot's actually a collection of short stories. It's uh, what they call a fix-up, I think, or... F- Something like that it was where they take a bunch of stuff that's been published for other reasons, yeah, like in magazines and journals and put them into like a single thing and put a framing narrative to make it seem like it's a single story yes yes it's yeah, it's Susan Kalman, the character recounting experiences she's had, and then that's yeah. just a collection of short stories that um, uh, Asimov
1: wrote and then they lured will Smith well, will Smith actually <laughs> lured the crew into his his studio, and then he screamed action. And then he just just started running about, kicking things over, shooting real people in the head.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was what this movie needed. Uh, <laughs> Vintar incidentally went on to write Final Fantasy, The Spirit of Inn, and then nothing else ever. Oh. oh. If only there was some sort of experienced screenwriter on this one. Akiva Goldsmith gets involved. <laughs> Uh-oh. He gets the credit, he's the writer of Batman Forever Batman and Robin, Lost in Space Practical Magic, The Da Vinci Code I Am Legend, Transformers The Last Knight and The Dark Tower
1: He is now in, in now he's in my pub, in my consciousness and you've just given me that <laughs> list Yeah, He is perhaps the greatest evil of our time
0: <laughs> He did also win an Academy Award for A Beautiful Mind
1: Well, good for him I hope he's happy <laughs>
0: But he's also a five-man. So how about Ward?
1: Films are shit, mate. <laughs> yes, I, I I did read that he was responsible for um, the line. So whatever I can do to help, just sugar. sugar. I'm sorry. For the coffee, sugar. Ah, oh, oh you thought I was calling <laughs> you sugar? <laughs> hey, you're not that rich. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's good stuff. That is good stuff. That's mm. uh, been good stuff. Alex Proyas get involved. Oh yeah, uh, who is pretty hot shit at this stage after the Crow and Dark City. Yeah, it's long before the ignominy of uh, ignominy. 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 Ignominy of uh, ignominy of uh, knowing and gods of Egypt. So he's a two man
1: <laughs> Oh.
0: We'll do knowing eventually.
1: One day. We'll get oh, to we- it. We- everybody knows that we're going to do knowing at some point. It's just Paul, a matter of time. What happens when
0: the numbers run out? It's the question that we need to be asking ourselves. It's knowing. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Knowing. He described... <laughs> Proyas described the experience as unpleasant, uh, saying that the studio <laughs> the kept messing with it. <laughs> yes. Shit, he said. Shit house. Uh, yeah. He says that the studio kept messing with it. Not like the pure visions that were knowing and Gods of Egypt, where the critics got it wrong, not him.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On this occasion, it was a studio, and, and uh, I, I can go, yeah, probably... I'm willing, to, I'm willing to believe that, Alex Pryor's yeah. Dark City and the Crow.
0: <laughs> Speaking of critics, they were allergic to bullshit. Uh-oh. Michael Atkinson at The Village Voice said, rather than a thoughtful adaptation of a venerated piece of sci-fi lit, uh, we get a dumbed-down litany of deliberate oh. cliches and digital white noise.
1: I like deliberate cliches. Like, yeah. what's missing? <laughs> can we can we put a few more fucking cliches into this scene? <laughs>
0: Guys, Hang on get a minute. me the
1: continuity, girl.
0: You're telling me that somebody in a movie before this has said I'm too old for this shit? I don't I don't believe you. I came up with that. That's something my dad used to say.
1: <laughs> His granddad used to say it when he was a, <laughs> a 90-year-old trapeze artist. And it's such a, such a singular was, experience that, of course, he's the only person that could have said that.
0: When he was a 90-year-old manure salesman, he used to say that. And God bless him, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> I'll tell you what, they weren't all like that, mate. They're not oh. all like that, these critics. Kim oh, yeah. Newman, beloved Kim Newman, writing Kim Newman? for Empire said. There are awkward plot patches, and you'll have to tolerate Will Smith at full strength, as well as some bludgeoning plot product placement. But this summer, picture, has a brain as well as muscles. Oh. Ah.
1: Yeah. That's Kim Kim Newman, somebody who is truly able to accept something in spite of its flaws. <laughs>
0: True. Kim Newman, also man who's used to directing the terror zombies of Satan's bitches kind of movies. Yeah, true. <laughs> Not to put him down at all. He's a wonderful, brilliant critic. And uh, let's hope that some of his infectious positive att- att- attitudes uh, infect us as we discuss Alex Breuer's iRobot. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and yeah I was trying to do a bit of Malco Beltrami's score. Dun, 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 dun,
1: dun. It's lost on me mate But I appreciate you trying
0: <laughs> I know right I just lapsed into Scream He has so many memorable scores
1: Oh my god uh, na, The na, public na, meanwhile na, felt na.
0: The public meanwhile felt that this movie Might just be able to stop there.
1: <laughs> might just uh, be I stopped there
0: Might just be able Might uh, just be able Loads and loads <laughs> of two men but, Oh I didn't also select a public review I knew there was something I was missing
1: Google.com forward slash iRobot reviews
0: Look, at, look it up yourself, folks. I'm sure they've sure they said some very comical things. Just, ima- are, just imagine. There are loads and loads of two men, but not three men to be found, except for Will Smith, who was also quite bad in the Suicide Squad. Sorry, Suicide Squad. Yep. So annoying. And Wild Wild West. Yes. You do not want to see my hand where my hip be at. That was one... That's where um, i keep my penis. <laughs> That was the try I was going to give you. I was going to ask if you could improvise a World Wild West-style rap for iRobot.
1: Oh, fuck me. <laughs> good, good morning, Paul. Uh, have you had your coffee?
0: you going to fucking need it. <laughs> You're going to
1: need it, you cuck, you little rap just
0: think, of, just think of the main verse.
1: I, the, the, the first one.
0: i robot. <laughs> try to get a melody going.
1: That's a,
0: that's a good point. Let's Google uh the Spotify Stevie Wonder tracks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God, so Paul, you canna.
1: Um. Damn.
0: What's one thing about iRobot that evolved your understanding of the three laws?
1: It's that you. It's that you are an asshole, So <laughs>
0: I am an asshole. You are
1: an asshole. <laughs> I'm an
0: asshole. <laughs> That much has been proven, time <laughs> and time again, by our history. And what more do we have, fellow robots? Uh,
1: <laughs> can't even. I'm trying. I'm just stuck on trying to think of a robot analog for Wiki Wild Wild Wiki Wiki Wild Wild West.
0: <laughs> a Robbie prefer Robo Bro. Robo Bro. What of
1: a robot a, what, of a,
0: what of a sad dog does it? <laughs>
1: Spooner. Dale Spooner. I was,
0: thinking, I was trying to think of some sort of recursive thing, but it involved, like... You know what? Will Smith makes this look easy.
1: <clears throat> he makes it look easy with his writing team and um, <laughs> studio backing. He's professionals. Yeah, He
0: does. But you know what? Those guys are fucking heroes because <laughs> we can't... We haven't been able to improvise it in the last three minutes, and therefore I think it's an incredibly difficult thing to do.
1: Okay, let's try, though. <laughs> Spooner. Dale Spooner. Uh... <laughs> Island Marooner
0: loves his con- converse
1: <laughs> and, and but tech- his
0: dialogue could be a little terse if you're a robot. <laughs> it's gonna be a no bot,
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's food
0: is on the case.
1: <laughs> i so there's told gonna you, gonna be a chase. <laughs> Check my face, I <laughs> wear con- <laughs> converse, drive Audi. Listen to music on a JVC <laughs> D nineties <laughs> home surround sound system. Don't fist them.
0: Let my music. my music on a CD. Like with Audi.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, nice. Is that right? Yeah. Hey, look. Right. I, 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 I think that. I think there are kernels of brilliance there, and I and I think if um <laughs> if we were to get oh I don't know a thousand pounds um in Patreon money uh
0: when I. When I ro- ride up on the robotics lab, things gonna get sticky. Get out of my face, Vicky. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you're doing some real, like, off, off-piece off rhyming there. I'm, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> it's jazz rhymes.
0: It's jazz rhymes, folks. And jazz rhymes is the main character that Will Smith <laughs> is playing in this because he's having a dream. He's dreaming up the three laws. Got to oh, lock yeah. those in for the audience because uh, they're going to be absolutely essential to all the puzzles and conundrums and ideas Ooh. you're going to be coming across.
1: I-, I tell you what, Paul, it's... If you Ooh. don't understand the three laws of robotics This one's going to be meaningless to you You're
0: going to be watching Will Smith spinning his car Around the place with robots flying off it And you're going to be thinking what the fuck is this
1: But as long as you understand those, those three laws
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, going, ah, cinema <laughs> Cinema Yeah so Smith has a bad dream of exposition And then wakes up in fright wearing his Signature black undies, do-rag and gun All available from <laughs> Calvin Klein <laughs>
1: Yeah, they managed to push it all push all of that through. He's Dale Spooner. Spooner, Dale Spooner. Dale Spooner. Camerooner. <laughs> um it's He's Cameroon, folks.
0: <laughs> canonically.
1: Oh Um Ugh. And uh, but yeah, he's he's ooh, tell you Paul, he is he's a buff anti tech cop. Oh yeah. Uh, he, he's he's a purist. He does pure anti tech things like use old fashioned hi-fi systems. Yeah, eat, eat days-old pie from a tin on a bedside table,
0: <laughs> like we used to. Yeah, just like all what we these used modern to. Modern times of robot-manufactured pies,
1: and of course, our favourite pastime: repeated and brazen product placement.
0: Yeah, that's we what, what I do all the time, mate. With my Kellogg's Frosties.
1: <laughs> hey, mate! I love your hair. Is that Nike?
0: <laughs> I've been running my, my uh, fucking God. trainers through them twice <laughs> a cock for them, twice a day. <laughs> He also, well, speaking of which, he does also get naked and awaken some things that have lain dormant in Jen in these last 20 years.
1: Yeah. She, uh, she's like, oh, God, no one stood in the shower like that for 20 years. <laughs> That's fucking weird. <laughs> Look uh, at those
0: fucking shoulders, folks. He does that thing. He does that exercise where it goes all the way out. And it's, uh, it's very good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's living in crazy future robot land.
1: Sam Witwick is there.
0: straight to crazy robot land. <laughs> Where robots are ubiquitous and widely accepted and people may call that a betrayal of Asimov who theorised that mankind's senseless prejudices would cause a Luddite revolution. But looking at how people are reacting to AI right now, I think Asimov might have underestimated our laziness.
1: Uh, yeah, our laziness and our absolute, absolute need for just anything, anything to make life bearable. But, uh, <laughs> I reject
0: uh, robots in every form. Oh, he's got my pie. I did order that pie and I really want to eat it. But I object to you, sir. Yeah. You took this job from a...
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, never mind, because here comes Sam Witwicky with his yeah. lines.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's got a bit of a dilemma involving a spankable lady.
1: Yeah. I need to borrow the car for like 10-15 minutes. No, 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 this is different. This is different, Spoon. Listen, I got this fine-ass little yummy. I mean, she is complete and agreeable. I mean, ass-high spankable, Spoon. And I care. I care very, very much. I almost wish that an action t- scene didn't come up to take up five minutes of plot time. But it does. It was wept. It and does, though. Yes. Yeah. And he fucking chases... He chases the fuck down of a robot and smashes it yeah. to the ground. But it was just returning a lady's inhaler.
0: He tackles a robot doing its day-to-day business, and then when he discovers day-to-day that he's biz- mistaken, he just parrots real-world racist rhetoric to defend himself, just like he did in Bright. Yeah. Why does Will Smith like playing fantasy racists?
1: He insists on it. That's, what, that's his main change <laughs> to my robot. But the woman, yeah. the woman he, he thought he was saving rightly calls him an asshole. I'm a police officer. You
0: <sighs> are an asshole.
1: And yeah. um, he goes to his that. job as a cop. Oh, my God, he's a cop. Oh.
0: He did stop by his mum's house, though, where he weirdly tried to sneak in for some reason. And then yeah. she chastised him for wearing crazy old-fashioned clothes, even though everyone else's fashion sense is pretty down to earth. Except for one lady.
1: <laughs> except for one lady. Yeah, they all look kind of the same, <laughs> except for Will Smith's dirty, greasy leather jacket. And um, Oh, I love that. Oh, I love it. Is that Converse? We'll never know. Because um, here here comes some Converse, everybody. There Howdy. is, there, there, And there is a scene that is, that is so, so brazen, a Converse ad.
0: <laughs> but
1: didn't do it that good what is that on your feet mm. Converse All-Stars Vintage 2004 <laughs> don't turn your face up like that I know you want some all you gotta do is ask
0: <laughs> they do that and then the captain chews him out really bad it's just like don't do oh, it again
1: okay. please don't do it again mate
0: <sighs> alright and that's it. Fine. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a call out to the robotics office where a death has occurred. <gasps> so he drives his Audi RSQ to the office yeah. uh, where they have this weird parking thing that picks up your car and then stacks it vertically. I left yeah. my hot coffee in there and my baby. Oh, no, uh,
1: fuck. Never mind when you buy Audi. Even crazy murderous <laughs> robot arms feel smooth.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck It'll yeah. Cradle you into the future that we deserve.
1: So that, that's uh, an Asimov line, actually.
0: Um, Oh, I like that. Incidentally, the RSQ was apparently developed especially for the film and has features, special features, mind you, suggested by Alex Proyas. Uh, All of this (coughs) is a repeat of a strategy used by Lexus with Minority Report.
1: Fantastic. And it works especially well here. Um, (laughs) Were were those features suggested by Alex Proyas to have the Audi logo on the steering wheel and every interior shot of the car where Will Smith needed to use a gizmo? Can we just put the four <laughs> rings on that so everybody knows? We can
0: get those four rings on it. If you know what I
1: mean, get them rings. Yeah. Z- 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 he kept get saying, get them
0: rings. Z-
1: and z- then he'd like Alex He'd just like bark in Will Smith's face until he'd give him a high five,
0: <laughs> and it worked every time.
1: Every time, uh, I fucking loved it. Uh, Smith yeah.
0: investigates the murder of an important scientist, uh, the farmer from Babe, <laughs> and uh, he does this whilst wearing a beanie over one ear, driving Jen insane. <laughs>
1: And me, but in a, a wholly different way.
0: Hell oh, yeah! Oh, I love this film. So oh, yeah, I want to bite it off.
1: And so begins the crazy Rube Goldberg machine of this scientist's <laughs> weird, insane plans to have Will Smith save the world. Um, Yay! And uh, yeah, he he goes to meet evil rich man.
0: Oh yes, yeah, well yes, we see the sci-fi office a bit and sort of see more of the crazy innovations that await us in the future. Like the coffee pots will have the spout stem from the bottom instead of the top. Whoa!
1: What the fuck? That's probably a thing somewhere anyway. But the future sure is. Futures took it for itself.
0: Oh god! Yeah, the rich guy he gives uh, he gives uh, Will Smith a woman to harass whilst he investigates.
1: She's going to be your female lead.
0: I love it. It's the twist that she's a robot. Listen to her dialogue. <laughs> I reviewed Dr. Lanning's psych profile. Alfred had become a recluse. He rejected human contact from machines.
1: So would you say that Dr.
0: Lanning was suicidal? It would seem the answer to that question is apparent.
1: (laughs) It's just when when Dale Spooner is Dale Spooner, you have to have uh, supporting players who are even dumber, even more obtuse than he is (laughs) in order to make him seem like the hero. You've got to believe that he's the hero somehow.
0: Yeah, we have gotta do something, guys. For the love of we've God. Got to make this work.
1: Um
0: Uh yeah, this is uh this is Vicky, the virtual interactive kinetic intelligence. Kinetic? Vicky, who killed Babe's dad? <laughs> Dunno mate. Well, that doesn't get us anywhere. Yeah. Let's go poke around his office, I guess.
1: Yeah, fuck it. Hey, uh? I'm just gonna say right now, this is a robot that did this. What? It's not gonna be a robot, mate. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what kind hey. of crazy anti tech purism life you lead with your pi uh. your tit your pie tins and your Converse. But yeah. It's never going to be a robot, mate. Three, three laws of robotics. It's really important yeah. that you know the three laws of robotics.
0: Yeah, robots literally can't break them. That's actually a key part of the drama of all of this. Anyway. Mm. Oh, what's this on the floor? Hansel and Gretel. Hmm, what could this mean?
1: Someone here was a nerd.
0: <laughs> someone here could fucking read.
1: Idiot. <laughs> I don't trust glad him. he killed himself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, oh, hang on a minute. It looks like someone threw him through the window. Oh, this is a locked room mystery that we shall never get to the bottom. Oh, there's the killer. <laughs> Oh, hey! That's not a killer. No, well, he does some good slow mo, but you don't need to worry because, you know, he knows obviously as a robot, a highly intelligent robot, that mm. no one's going to suspect him because of everybody's belief in the first protocol. that He has no reason to doubt. So he'll just be yeah. a robot in the office. He was yeah. working on me before he killed himself. I saw the whole thing. Yeah. You know, oh, he's taken. He's taken a gun and held it against a human's head, thereby proving he doesn't have the first law, or at least is capable of ignoring it. Yeah. Well, that'll be the end of doubt for uh, the rest of the movie then.
1: Yeah, in Dale Spooner, who already did, who already yeah. had that down. I was going to
0: prove it to everyone else too, so I expect. That's oh it. yeah, yeah. So
1: everyone's Every going to look gonna into this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Shut absolutely. up,
1: Dale Spooner. You don't know. There's no robots here that break the first law.
0: <laughs> oh wait, they might.
1: Look, I know I've been a bit crazy with um with with my whole like, I just wish that all robots were dead, and I'm kind of you know, I keep trying to kill them, and I won't go on about it, and I'm I'm a bit of an insufferable asshole, but honestly. You all saw this robot do this, right?
0: <laughs> you literally saw it happen, guys. So.
1: Hmm. Just can't get over the fact that you were addicted to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's fair. That, that's what ruins most of my cases. <laughs> so, Sonny might be dumb and naive, but he could do a good superhero landing, though. Whoa! Whoa! It breaks the fuck out of the floor. It must have been fake marble. Plable. Plable. Plable.
1: Oh, shit. Robots are cool now. Oh, I don't oh, even shoot, care if son. they can break the protocols. Look at that flip.
0: Look at the slow motion. It's like the Matrix. But uh Sonny gets away and he hides in a big bunch of robots. And mm. uh, yeah, it looks like a very tricky situation to try and discern. But luckily, Sonny just loses his bottle twice.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like, chip. Oh, and he runs into a massive police ambush that responds to Smith's one phone call about a deranged robot. Smith, a man known to have an irrational fear <laughs> of technology. What's that you say? A robot has killed someone. We'll send literally a helicopter, several tanks, and all of our men.
1: Doesn't work, though. Just not enough evidence. <laughs> so <laughs> well, they catch him. Yeah.
0: And they do Doesn't interrogation. Work, though.
1: Not enough evidence. Doesn't
0: work, though. Not enough evidence, not enough evidence to prove that this fucking robot uh, could hold a gun against a woman's head. Yeah.
1: You're not
0: no, human. It, can, can a robot write a symphony? Uh, probably, prob- probably now. Probably. <laughs> they probably can, right? Now you could probably ask ChatGPT to write a fucking symphony. It'll be yeah. shit, but he can. Yeah. What? Yeah.
1: And so, I don't know. Look, I know this feels good, because this feels like the kind of scene that was originally in Jeff Vintar's Hardwired. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, it, and it kind of feels like the movie has some direction now, but, you know, come on, mate. I can write a symphony. Fuck, I'll fucking bang that out, says Alan Tudyk. Yeah, come on.
0: <laughs> says Alan Tudyk for his character in Dodgeball. <laughs> <sighs> Sonny very subtly gives away that he can express anger. Oh, ooh, you've outmaneuvered me, Smith.
1: Ooh, touche. Et two, g- two, She Smith. <laughs> Smithus. Yeah.
0: Two, jick shay.
1: Et anyway. two Big Willie style. <laughs>
0: But Sonny gets released due to airbud rules. Doesn't say anywhere that a robot can commit a crime, a wink. And so he gets, <laughs> he gets out and he can play basketball. <sighs>
1: and he goes, and, he goes also, and does some sick dribbles.
0: <laughs> There's also a moment there where we reveal that the future has
1: tiny phones. Tiny phones?
0: Inspector, here's the mayor, and has over like this little
1: phone, it's so <laughs> tiny. Is, is this a phone or are you being a twat? <laughs> this, <laughs> this isn't is the, the mayor, mayor.
0: Fucking idiot. <laughs>
1: Speak to my I'll mayor to and the ground. <laughs> gets his cock out. Um, and Will Smith's I like, it. I don't fuck with those tiny phones. I've got Bluetooth, motherfucker. <laughs> he's got, I've got a rotary phone, you bitch.
0: <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've got, it's, right, he's nostalgic for 2004. I've got a Bluetooth headset that takes me 20 minutes to set up.
1: <laughs> and I wear it in cool motorbike riding scenes. It's very good.
0: <laughs> Mate, it's been a long time since there's been any action.
1: Really? Oh, damn, well, we probably should... Oh, wait, 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 let's just check, can we? yeah, can we just check the run time? Only 43 minutes in, you say? Well,
0: let's get out of here. Let's go, uh, let's go to Professor Babe's house, uh, yeah. which has been scheduled for demolition. Why? It looks really valuable and old. Oh, fuck it. They uh, <laughs> yeah, scheduled it for dist- set it for uh, deconstruction. Is this really the best method of deconstruction we have here in 2035? A big robot just fucking punches <laughs> it?
1: Robot annihilation. <laughs> If you can tell me a safer and more cost-effective way of demolishing a house than robot annihilation, mate, I'd love to hear it.
0: We just, we just let Hackney Dave out inside of it for <laughs> a few hours. It's fucking rubble. <laughs> That's what we call this robot. It's Hackney Dave. Hackney Dave. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fuck. And, it, and, and that stands for haptic analytical. <laughs> kinetic. <laughs> Cryo-kinetic. Kine-
0: connective kinetic
1: Connective-kinetic. Kinetic-emetic-
0: Employee, <laughs> <doodle>. yes.
1: <laughs> and Dave, we just called him Dave after that.
0: <laughs> we just called him Dave because we thought it was cute, <laughs> funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having um, nearly died in the deconstruction, um, the deconstruction, yeah. the destruction, implosion, De- <laughs> demolition. That's the fucking yeah. word I'm after. He literally deconstructs the house with uh, <sighs> concepts and, and insights of thinking. And the robots
1: done some more flips.
0: There's a couple more flips involved. And then he goes to interrupt Dr. Scientist at her home where she's watching some TV with her personal robot. It's all fine. You don't need to ask about that situation. It's all good.
1: Yeah, please don't. But as soon as somebody goes, wait, let me get this straight. You're saying you went to a house that was being demolished and a big robot turned up and punched you and the house to smithereens. Yeah. I just don't believe it, mate.
0: (laughs) I mean, that sounds exactly like what should have happened, except that you were there. Yeah. And they've changed it so it says 8 p.m. instead of 8 a.m. And it's like, oh, fuck, I... I would not have the wherewithal to defend myself against that accusation. Yeah.
1: And they're like, so these robots, could you hear them when they talk to you? There are <laughs> robots. There are robots in this world, mate. Mm.
0: <laughs> Three laws, Paul. Three laws. Look, robots of the mind. She says, that she says some very long words to Will Smith, but he's too cool to know the smart stuff. Yeah. You should be two kids.
1: Stay out of school. That's how they get you. <laughs>
0: That's how they get you and make you a slave. <laughs> so keep buying, keep buying Audi, though, and Converse. And, um...
1: <laughs> and JVC Hi-Fi surround systems. Surround sound systems. Surround <laughs> systems are different. Oh, yeah. That's a hug. <laughs>
0: surround <laughs> surrounding systems. I've got very <laughs> advanced surround systems, mate. Come in for a surround uh. system. At this stage, the, the word breadcrumb gets mentioned, and it occurs to Will Smith that he might want to go look, look for things. Eat some bread. Like in Hans- <laughs> Eat some bread, motherfuckers. But before he could do anything, because he has no leads and nowhere to go, uh, there's another action scene.
1: Look at him spin. Wow, kids. See, robots are cool. <laughs> it's, they're made by nerds, but they can be cool. <laughs> and uh, yeah, God, Will, Will Smith is just sick of all of this. It's tech He's tech like this. Hansel and Gretel that. What's wrong with just eating a pie out of a tin?
0: What's wrong with tin pie? (laughs) You absolute git! So he yells at some people, yeah, and uh, he gets kicked off the force for being a loose cannon, yeah, in the nicest possible way.
1: Yeah, mate, I'm so sorry about this. I'm going to need need your badge. Here's a here's a replacement badge. It just says it just says you're on holiday.
0: It just says please be nice to this man. Uh, Oh, yeah, thanks.
1: He's fucked in the head, cunt. Um,
0: Australia, the city. <laughs> so, a uh, professor scientist lady shows up. Uh-oh. And is like, um, can I poke at your hot robot body?
1: Yeah. yeah so I've... Um, I that for a bit. And I, and I think, hey, if there's a romance scene here, this is going to be the worst thing I've ever seen. And uh, <laughs> and to the movie's hey. credit, there isn't.
0: There isn't. We all no? just get to imagine it. I was in a car crash. And a robot pulled me from the wreckage. One pulled your arm off and your lungs out? <laughs> really strong. He was a very strong guy. Uh, he, the reason he hates robots incidentally is not based on any philosophical grounds. He don't do that nerd shit. Yep. He, um, he, there was a little girl who uh, could have been saved by a robo but uh, he, the robo calculated that Will Smith had a better chance of scoring a massive hit with a um, with a inoffensive rap uh, album <laughs> and therefore his life had more value. So left the little yeah. girl to die. Yeah. Oh no, that was Kesha!
1: Oh no! Oh, see, <laughs> robots can be wrong. Uh, <laughs> And then, yeah, and uh, people, people are very understanding of the, this space. They don't raise any um, objections yeah. to his logic. And mm-hmm. they just, you know, let him get on with it. <sighs> well, maybe you're right. Maybe, yeah. a big, maybe a robot did do this.
0: Well, I'll tell you someone who's not on board, mate. is a, a rich guy, Christopher Lambert, who calls him into the office for addressing Dan. Uh, oh, well, yeah. he's, he's English, so it's Christopher Lambert. Who um, calls them? He's American, but he calls them in. Gives yeah. them a dressing down, and he makes some really good points about the risk of having, of shaking public faith in the robots. Um, how's Will Smith going to respond to this uh, this argument? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm allergic to bullshit. Oh, that's him told. <laughs> yeah, Come look, back from that, motherfucker.
1: Will S- Will Smith. Uh... Will Smith says he has a tiny dick and he's a nerd and he's gonna punch him after class and um, and everyone goes <laughs> I ju- I want to believe him you know
0: oh, I just he's, feel like this is the guy to go with
1: he's what we he's who we need
0: he's kind of aggressive he can become on a bit strong but the other guy's a fucking nerd you notice that ladies and gentlemen let's uh let's see what Will Smith has to say about things so yeah he he remembers breadcrumbs again mm-hmm. and so follows some janky old kumbots in a shipping container. <laughs> Well, whilst Professor Scientist gets ready to cle- uh, to destroy a clearly conscious robot. More on that later. <laughs> it's ostensibly yeah. sunny, but it's 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 actually not, guys. But it is still yeah. a robot that reacts in pain when she does it.
1: Yeah, and asks her questions and stuff. And, um, oh
0: no, that was sunny. That was sunny,
1: yeah, I realise as <laughs> I said sunny. it. But but you don't know. That other <laughs> robot probably we said Oh, it's a bit hot in here. Can you turn the thermostat down? And she's like Yes, by which I, I mean strategic. your life. Yeah. Look, Alan I saw Tudyk Will Smith, live. Alan Tudyk must live, your brother, Balan Tudyk, <laughs> has to go. Um, well, the thing is, she saw hot, um, hot pecorific Will Smith full-on Fuck execute yeah. a robot or two earlier. Um, That's pretty good. After commanding them to obey him, like a war yeah. criminal. Uh, so so hon- honestly, she just thinks she's doing the Lord's work at this stage.
0: Yeah. Uh at this stage, where are we?
1: I don't know, mate. Thinking about Will Smith's pecs is making me a bit thirsty, so I'm going to go and fill my glass up. If I fill mate. my glass up, you know I mean. Have a wank.
0: I know. I know you always mean that.
1: Just became very aware of the fact that Nell's in the room trying to work. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just yelling about combos. balls. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. but uh, she's got her headphones on, so she she knows.
0: Um, yeah, somebody says at this stage, the three laws shall lead to only one logical outcome, that they stop following them. Really? If you say so. Seems like there's more interesting places to go. But okay, fine. So yes, the fancy bots show up to murder all the cumbots. And uh, Smith gets caught in another bloody action scenario. Oh, thank God.
1: Uh. Because you know what? I was in danger of having a thought.
0: (laughs) And the non-bad robots detect that there's a human in danger. And they're not shy about saying so. (laughs) Danger. Danger, Will Robinson.
1: Oh, Jesus. Uh. Now, I... I Somewhere around this point, I realise how much time is left in the movie. <laughs> and, my, and, and my brain just die My my brain has a heat death, similar let's, to let's, the eventual entropy of the universe.
0: Let's end this. So, Smith, he gets away and he finds a big Says machine Will Smith. Gun. <laughs> Let's just fucking end this movie, guys. I want to move <laughs> on. I've got I Am Legend to ruin next. <laughs> so... He finds a big old machine gun. He's vindicated now. Humans were right to fear technological process. Yay! Uh, right, yeah. Thanks, Asimov, for this <laughs> wonderful message you've brought us.
1: <laughs> Robot
0: oh. fight in the streets. All the robots have gone crazy and they're attacking. And there's a hairy moment where a girl gets a hold of a gun, <laughs> but it's all right. Don't worry. Phew. The man oh. correctly takes it off her.
1: Thank God. And Sam Witwicky agrees that she's hot.
0: She is hot. She just shouldn't have a gun. She uh, should have a gun because he can accurately fire a gun whilst flying through the air to his death.
1: <laughs> he can he can fly through the air in slow motion and move his head in real time to, to <laughs> s- scope out new threats. Um, <laughs> it's like a D&D moment of combat. He can just say whatever he wants within
0: the time <laughs> yeah. it takes for shoot an arrow in it for it to land.
1: <laughs> Alex Perez is uh, quite the generous GM. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You
0: uh, <laughs> really fudged some roles there, Will Smith. But I'm going to let I'm going to allow it because you intimidate me a bit.
1: This 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 is this is this big action scene is after uh, Will Smith. It's brought to you by Converse. <laughs> yeah, and Dowdy <Aldi. laughs> won't murder you, but definitely will uh, murder all of your enemies. Get them and murder Danny Junior. <sighs> Weird, Empty. but true. Okay. Um, yeah. Is this bef- is this all before or after Will Smith grossly misunderstands what a wink means? <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's what I thought, because, well, Sunny's alive. Surprise. Um, She didn't kill Sunny. Uh, How's your investigation going? Oh, it's so cute to refer to this as an investigation. (laughs) What have you found out, fucking Will Smith? What have you learned (laughs) using your Hansel and Gretel?
1: Hansel and Gretel, motherfucker. (laughs) What does that mean? Couldn't destroy him. He was too... Unique.
0: Just didn't feel right.
1: You and your feelings, they just ruin you, don't they?
0: That's the stupidest fucking... (laughs) there's not enough time <laughs> there's not enough time to unpack why that's the dumbest thing that Will Smith's character could say to her character at this stage but fine she's a hysterical woman yeah so bloody then, woman. I'll tell you who's another I'll tell you who's another hysterical woman it's bloody Vicky the AI she George Bushed America
1: <laughs> like George Bush uh. could only dream um and so yes
0: at this yeah. stage Sonny takes Doctor Scientist hostage and says he'd rather not kill her than Winks which as a kid, I really thought was just him being a dick.
1: <laughs> wow, Sonny. You deserve everything that's coming to you, mate.
0: I'd rather um. not shoot her in the fucking head. <clears throat>
1: wink. Wink. Well, they establish earlier, what he kid? asks Will Smith what, what the wink gesture means. And, and yeah. Will Smith says, it's trust. He doesn't that's, answer. He says, it's trust oh, it between you know people. It's a human right. thing. You wouldn't get it. I'm an asshole. And, um, yeah. and then he winks, uh, to, which I, look... I'm part of the liberal elite pool and I often oh, yeah. and I and I can't help but overthink situations and, and see pacifism as a as a potential route. And and when I saw that wink I thought, Oh, he's gonna lead them out safely. Uh. No, no, no time for that motherfucker. <laughs> Will Smith it to, uh, to properly understand the wink. He opens fire, kills all the robots in seven seconds. <laughs> yeah. And and that's it, they're safe.
0: Seven again. seconds away. Blow your brains out. <laughs> Den. That's what Nenisheri was really saying. Den-en-en-en-en-en-en. Den-en-en-en-en-en-en. <laughs> anyway, they fight a lot of robots and they inject the goo into the computer and it dies. Yeah. Cue the clever one-liner though.
1: My logic is undeniable.
0: You have so got to die. Oh, <clears throat> fuck me. Uh,
1: almost as it's was... almost as good as um, Yipikaya mother and then firing the gun so you don't yeah. so it doesn't say fuck.
0: Oh, um, I love that. I love so that PG thirteen stuff. The
1: kids could enjoy the diehards as well.
0: Oh god, it's finally That line's actually the only line that made it all the way from Asimov
1: <laughs> That was the original title of the iRobot collection
0: yeah. Well, that's what Philip K. Dick would have called it <laughs> anyway. But then it wouldn't
1: it, The line wouldn't have been in the story It would have had nothing to do with anything
0: <laughs> Thank god Ah, oh, Yeah, we've already done that Sunny saves Dr. Scientist because she can fall much slower than normal people Fucking Yeah nerd. She can't even fall quickly
1: Bloody women and their their buoyant thoughts keeping them afloat in the sky.
0: (laughs) Buoyant thoughts about boys.
1: Uh,
0: The robots, they're all fine now, but everyone correctly hates them. And all progress. Thanks, Asimov.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Asimov, for teaching us this valuable lesson. (laughs) Put the robots in storage containers on a ship. Uh, (laughs) It looks like
0: I I was right to distrust uh, robots, but... um, I got the wrong one. No, you got the right one. He did kill the professor after all. Yeah. Shame that. Anyway,
1: yeah, he asked him to let him, too, let him go. Earbud um, rules. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, everyone's happy then.
0: Yeah. Okay. And Smith winks at winks at Sonny and he blushes. It looks like, and oh, I didn't... he
1: blushes, and then he oh. takes his dick out and starts jerking it, jerking his robot dick, well, and Will Smith's like, "Yeah, I get. Oh, I love robots now."
0: <laughs> well, the rest of that joke was a little more soft on my end, but yeah, <laughs> <Sorry>. that happens. <laughs> so we're we're, headed, we're, go, we're talking about the same thing.
1: <laughs> the, the 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 delay clearly isn't too bad today because I manage, I'm managing to cut you off with my own jokes.
0: <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> good. Good-o. Anyway, find your way, find your way in the world, Sonny, and off he goes <laughs> to do that. Yeah, <laughs> fuck
1: me by having the robots not uh, being in boxes, but away yeah. from everyone else, like segregated do. by an old bridge.
0: Ah, uh, that's nice. Do do Androids so- dream of the Wawa.
1: If they do, at least they can do it in some sort of location that's far away from the rest of us. I think I don't I don't have a problem with robots or other, you know, anything that's other to me, as long as they're just in a different place to me. The yeah. end of iRobot. <laughs>
0: Here comes the guy who doesn't like robots. <laughs> <laughs> wicked wild wild. Face.
1: <laughs> wicked wicked wild wild prejudices.
0: <laughs> wicked wild seven pounds. So... <laughs> What did, you, what did you think of iRobot 2004, directed by Alex Proyas and starring Will Smith?
1: Oh, I had so many problems with 2004's iRobot, starring Will Smith, <laughs> directed by Alex Proyas. Oh, oh, no.
0: Based on the uh, thoughts of uh, Isaac Asimov. The private thoughts he didn't write out. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: suggested by a book yeah. of Isaac Asimov. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of problems with this, Paul. I mean, to, to start off with, uh, the film itself, I really hated Will Smith's character. I, is a, for me a deeply unlikable, brash, alpha male shithead, who yeah. who is is not willing to to empathize to see the point of view of anyone else because of his blind prejudice. Um, uh, you know that's come from a from a trauma. Um, he's just very unlikable, cocky, arrogant, it's the same thing, and, and the fact that. He is your hero, in the in this yeah. world of other, you know, mo- like relatively normal people compared to Will Smith, it was yeah. was egregious to me. I I that Im- Im- immediately was a massive fuck you to me as a as a viewer. Um, yeah, I think it it looks terrible. <laughs> it's very ter- it's yeah. very poorly written, um yeah. and and just just dull because there's nothing to nothing kept me interested. I didn't like the characters, the invest. Mm-hmm the investigative aspects of the movie were lacklustre at best. Um, and I think the only things that the producers or or the director or whoever thought was gonna keep the audience entertained and in was the action Mm. scenes. And they were maddening because it was just, wow, look at, look at robots, kids zip, zam, zoom, look at this robot, do a flip. And I'm, it's, it's, remember when the Adjustment Bureau came out and there was that uh, review that they put on the poster? It's like Born meets Inception. yeah. And, and it's it was nothing like any of that. And, you know, we've yep. always lamented that kind of trend in advertising. But I feel like this movie was, like, m- was made in the spirit of that review. Um, mm. Of, yeah, you know, Isaac Asimov had it half right. He got the sci-fi and the robots mm. bit right. But he didn't have any sweet action scenes from a pie tin eating anti hero. hero. <laughs> yeah. um, and and it, it oh, just from in, you know from its conception of, of this mm. script that you know was initially not iRobot and then they tried to incorporate four or five elements of um, mm. Asimov <laughs> of like the iRobot miasma. Um, yeah, it, it, it just it, it, like just just immediately starts on the wrong foot. And, and and like i just and i just feel that through every step of this movie from from the mindless action from the unlikable hero you know asimov's protagonists are usually uh what, what's the word um yeah technocrats basically they're just very mm. <laughs> just just <clears throat> specialists or you know very dry people who are solving problems um yeah. putting will smith into that was terrible and having just this this just ultimately distracting and and cynical product placement throughout just felt so against the spirit of asimov uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I think mean, that's probably down to one of the bigger issues with it because it yeah. is every change it makes. Again, the usual thing of adaptation: change what you like, do what you like. Yeah, but the course. changes are all to make the thing more conventional and cliched. Yeah, and dated, especially in the sort of visual effects and the sort of comedy, which feel very mm. naughties. And it's not particularly clever. It just name drops, you know, bigger ideas whilst pursuing the sort of same vulgar thrills as, you know, best it as it feels it's best able to do. And yes, in this case, Author Intention does, it plays an interesting role, not necessarily a definitive one, Mm. Um, you know, had they taken it in an interesting new direction, for example, but they don't really. The idea is that Asimov was writing a lot of these robot stories, which I read a bunch of when I was a teenager. I had the Mm. iRobot compilation, which collected together a fair few of his sort of Mm. writings on robots. There were further, you know, further things. And then I read Foundation. I didn't read any of the Empire books. Um, no. Which is a sort of middle period. But Foundation mm. I really liked when I was mm. a kid. Um, very dense and difficult yes. to read, but I enjoyed the overall structure of the thing. Mm. Um, and I loved, I loved how sort of aggressively anti-adaptation it felt. Yeah, you know, I love the idea that this is a story where the big stakes are. If we do all of this correct, then the dark age of mankind will go from thirty thousand years to five thousand or something like yeah. that. It's so. It's, it, Wonderfully anti commercial. Yeah. And I think that is one of the reasons why, you know, although his books have been very influential, there have been very few direct adaptations yeah. of uh, his stories because they are just maddening. And, you know, it sounds like they're making a lot of shortcuts with the Foundation TV show that they've uh. made. But in this case, a lot of it hinges on the idea of, well, essentially the principle of the zeroeth law. Mm. So, you know, in Asimov, Asimov, you've got these three rules. You know, the first rule, no robot can allow a human to come to harm or harm a person on purpose. Yeah. A, purpo- a person on purpose. Second rule, uh, you have to follow all orders that a human gives you unless it contradicts the first rule. Uh-huh. Third law, you have to preserve yourself unless it preser- you know goes against the last two rules. Yeah. So in inferior human can tell you to destroy yourself. But then there's interesting things that go into that. The idea that uh, one of the things from uh, the little robot loss story that's really interesting is the idea Mm -hmm. of a robot practicing self-preservation in order to better help humans in the future. Mm -hmm. Because if you destroy yourself, you won't be able to help other humans later on. Mm -hmm. And that becomes a wrinkle. So, you know, there's a lot of really interesting things that you can do by not just having the rules broken. Yeah, You know, Asimov was inspired against, like, the Frankenstein idea. He was sick of that. He was sick of the idea that, you know, the creation will eventually revolt against the human. He was a bit of a, you know, a futurist. You know, he liked the idea that technology might be a means by which, you know, we reach a higher state. And the end of Foundation, the very end, Foundation on Earth, my God, does it go off the (laughs) deep end in terms of that belief. It's basically the synthesis ending from Mass Effect, and it's... (laughs) You know, a huge thing, and it's like, wow, okay. And it also has a very cheesy ending, which I quite like. It ends on a really goofy cliffhanger, which oh, cool, okay, fun. Um, But anyway, yeah, to then have this story be a Frankenstein story, essentially a standard Mm. robot AI story, is disappointing.
1: Going from what you've said, like Asimov Mm. stories, sound they sound like excerpts from an ongoing dialogue about human Mm. beings' relationship with technology. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, technological advancements going into the future. Whereas this yeah. movie is an answer to a question that hasn't actually been asked. It's, or like an yeah. answer to the rhetorical question. Because, and this what? movie has come in with a, with a boot, like stamping down and being like, here's the solution. Yeah. We need to, you know, the, the, the hero saves the day. And then we put away all the robots rather than trying to work towards something. Yeah. It's
0: so disappointingly familiar is this idea of, oh, to protect humanity, we have to take over and kill everyone. You know, it's, it's yeah. Skynet, essentially. Yeah. Like, you know, eventually that happens, although I believe that's more about self-preservation. Hmm. When the T2 runs it down. But this movie doesn't sort of do chronology.
1: it with enough depth to make it feel different to Skynet. It feels like <sighs> Skynet, but yeah. they've, they've put in the three laws of robotics.
0: They have. Yeah. But the thing is, you could tell such interesting stories because, it yeah. also, you know, it's kind of in Asimov. There's never a violent robot revolution in Asimov. But mm. the zero if law is this thing where basically it's a generalization of the first law, which is a robot must not allow mankind to come to harm or by inaction, allow it to come to harm, to harm mm. itself, you know, to be harmed. Therefore, yeah. they generalize the first rule and make it about all of mankind. Therefore, they can rationalize harming in some ways, but yeah. never really with violence. It's like economic harm because computers has been put in charge of all the world's economies. So they start disadvantaging groups that are anti-robot because not for self-reservation, but they figure if robots are undermined, they won't be able to help humans as effectively and therefore will be breaking the first law. Mm that kind of thing. So that's how it kind of gets practiced. But again, it's never necessarily condemned. It's very difficult, I think. Yeah. It's actually quite difficult to adapt, and I'm surprised that these guys wanted that juicy juicy Asimov SEO. Like was I Robot really that big that everyone was going to be like, "Oh, fuck yeah, they finally made a movie of that."
1: <laughs> We've been sending all this hate mail for years. I Like yeah, even I, with
0: Philip K. Dick, when you adapted his movies, it had to be from the guy who wrote the story that inspired Blade Runner, because nobody knows what a do Android's <clears throat> dream of electric yeah. sheep
1: is. Well, I I was thinking this earlier and I was gonna ask the same question and I and I think mm-hmm. that rather rather than thinking rather than hoping that an Isaac Asimov um mm-hmm. IP is gonna draw in the mainstream crowds, I feel like it's the Will Smith is there to draw in the mainstream crowds, and the yeah. iRobot Isaac Asimov is to draw in the hard sci fi and try and yeah. just get like the broad appeal as many people pulled in as possible. Um, otherwise, they could have just, just made Hardwired starring Will Smith. Um, still ruining Hardwired, but you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, indeed. Well, that's the thing, yes, also, is that. They'd have to have made hardwired much bigger. But it is very confusing that they that they well, I I don't know, maybe that bespeaks a different time. Maybe in the nineties and you know, early noughties Asimov and his works were but then again we've got this Apple T V show now, which is a massive mm-hmm. adaptation of um, Foundation. So perhaps we're underestimating the sort of size of Asimov's audience here. It goes beyond because it still feels yeah. like a pretty niche aspect of nerd culture. Just yeah. how untouched it is by popular culture I think says something.
1: Yeah, I think
0: bicentennial man.
1: Yeah, well, how many, uh, like, f- obviously, you know, Blade Runner.
0: How many dicks are there? There's Paycheck.
1: There's Paycheck, which is around the same time as this, and, you know, it has yes, the it same is. sort of vibe. Was the, yeah. was the island anything, or was, was that um, no, nothing? I think, so. I think it was nothing. I preferred, I it do you know what? Michael Baydream. Yeah, I preferred the island to this, I've got to say, and uh, <laughs> that's saying something.
0: Well, I'll tell you another one Next. <laughs> next is a, oh fucking yeah. philip k dick total recall oh yeah a minority of course report of course oh yeah, yeah a minority oh, report just- well there
1: we go yeah philip k dick is fully in the public consciousness but people didn't they yeah. didn't necessarily want to go for more philip k dick and they're like who's the other high concept <laughs> um, guys m- there's a
0: studio next door working on next and we've had a look at some dailies and we're not sure <laughs> <laughs>
1: ironically go we can't tell well. how this is going to go down so we're um, <laughs> um, so we're gonna Isaac Asimov. He's the same sort of guy as Philip K. Dick, right? Yes, sir. Okay, yes, cool. Let's do an Asimov. <laughs> oh God! Bring Jeff in anyway. Give him his crisps.
0: <laughs> in in any case, it's, it's it's a bizarre intention, but the author stuff can be to some extent removed, and you can just look at the thing on its own terms and. When you do so, it does inspire a little nostalgia for me, for the sort of okay. standalone dystopian sci-fi films of my youth that were never mm. sequelized, like, you know, AI, Minority Report, mm. Equilibrium, Aeon Flux, like, it's, <clears throat> yeah. a, you know, half of those movies are good, but yeah. it bespeaks an environment, the ones directed by Steven Spielberg are good, um, <laughs> it bespeaks an environment where standalone sci-fi for movies with big-name stars in it still had a shot, and... Yeah. It's, I mean, obviously they weren't the majority, you know, you still get things like Pirates of the Caribbean. and yeah. You know, they were chasing down any fantasy novel series they could adapt to capitalise on Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. So originality yeah. is not something that's, you know, no. disappeared from the fucking film industry. It's always been full of hacks, but...
1: 100%. Are you saying that Equilibrium was... isn't a good film, Paul?
0: <laughs> it's an alright film.
1: <laughs> I, but I love it. But I do love Equilibrium. Um, that's fair. Equilibrium has good action in it and yes. an emotional core to it. That's, that's it. Yeah. That's
0: really all you need. It's a very effective kind of yeah. action movie. And this movie is not an effective action yeah. movie because you've got this crappy post Matrix action, yeah. you know, with the bad CGI, the digital camera work, with yeah. really unmotivated weird angles, you know, yeah. just like suddenly we're zooming around and we're underneath yeah. and over the top, and yeah. you know, it's it's very odd and. Kind of kinetic. It's kind of funny in the same way that the transitional moments from Saw movies are funny because mm. you know yeah. just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I was discussing Equilibrium with Nell um, probably halfway through my robot actually. I'm yeah. like, well, what does Equilibrium have that this doesn't? And then listed about ten things. I mean, Yes, mm. okay. Well, that's that's probably it. E- and, yeah. and you know,
0: oh, slow motion is the other thing that this has in abundance. Oh my god!
1: Yeah, it's it's yeah. just. It it is, yeah. It is more in the camp of Aeon Flux. Although Aeon Flux yeah. has is it Charlie's Theron?
0: Yeah, I don't and, remember and, that movie very well.
1: No, and Shal- that 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 was on like Sky Movies at one a.m. when I was very young, and yeah, and I had the energy to stay up that late and watch films. And and you that know.
0: movie I think was uglier. I think this movie at the very least has that kind of dialed back, very Minority Report influenced, kind of glossy <laughs> early noughties iPad looking, yeah, future. Notion to it where everything's too clean
1: but a fakeness to it whereas minority report had sets uh this was just yeah. this this was more like the prequels for me in terms of
0: oh god they didn't,
1: how they, no. how no 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 they're more like not like the prequels it was more yeah. it was closer to the prequels than minority report for me in terms of how smooth and unsure intangible everything felt
0: yeah i I don't think there are any completely cGI sets and it's apart from like the tunnel sequence and such yeah. but no that yeah there was some very dodgy and ropey work Oy. it's um yeah it, it's a movie where you can kind of frustratingly see potential in it yeah you can see where they could have made it better, but it's yeah. not you know beyond nostalgia there's not a hell of a lot going on for it and it's not a decent will Smith vehicle or Asimov vehicle, no well it's it's really. it's
1: nostalgia and cynicism which is is always mm-hmm. a heady mix. Yeah. And, it, and it gets you films like iRobot.
0: It does. But let's talk about the quick things. The... the ah! The, what do we call this? Quickfires. Quick fires. Quick fire. You <laughs> I was half there. Quick I suspect I have more than you, so I should probably go first. Um, <laughs> yeah, go on then. I do like the effect of Dr. Lanning, Babe, Pig in the City. Yep. Um, the effect of the hologram when he's talking to him and you can tell there's something up And then we pan around him and see that he's flat. And the audio does an interesting effect as we pan Hmm. around him. I'm sorry. My responses are limited. You must ask the right questions. Implying that the audio of this hologram is somehow, like, monodirectional. Okay. And by going around him, we've now gone out of the range of the speakers. It's a good aesthetic moment, I think, and it sounded good. So I like that.
1: Nice. Um look i it, it is really worth um going back over how pleasing to me the line you are an uh, asshole is yeah she, it's very how, well how, delivered how difficult it is to say a asshole compared an to asshole. an asshole it's <laughs> it's 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 probably the closest that we as a people have come to poetry this sen- <laughs> uh, this century
0: this century certainly. um there's a bit okay, a little throwaway Will Smith the bit that I liked because it's yeah, okay. always Will Smith's always better when it's understated, and this was very small. Yeah, it was. Um, he comes out, I get Men in Black. He's so understated in that, but he <laughs> um, yeah, the part when he's being thrown around by tentacle monsters, like just little looks and faints all the way through that movie. Fuck True, Men in Black. It's a it's a anyway. fifty
1: fifty mix for me, <laughs> but but it works in Men in Black.
0: <laughs> mm. But he comes through. And he's talking to Vicky, and Vicky's mm. like...
1: I have decreased traffic fatalities by 9% this year alone.
0: Ooh, thanks. Show me a... Like, he moves off of it really quickly. Mm. Okay. And I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the sort of dismissiveness of yeah, okay. um, his disregard of her success rate in reducing traffic fatalities.
1: Nice. Well, the the next point kind of comes from a similar place to me. When he's talking to Bruce Greenwood, the evil scientist... Uh, no, the evil mm. businessman. Mm. He... Uh, <clears throat> Clarify when he's the evil businessman is talking about the uh Dr. Pig's Dr. Babe's death, mm. um, no, Dr. Babe's suicide, and Will Smith corrects him, death. And yeah. the oh, businessman yeah. goes, Suicide is a type of death, detective. And the <laughs> shit eating grin and nodding as he sips, as Will Smith sips his coffee, yeah. is, is, is one of very few like confrontationally socially smart moments for dale spooner yeah. like he, he he knows what he's doing he's poking at this this sensitive spot um in a suspect that he's sort of informally interrogating and it's yeah. also just very very funny and will smith charming
0: <laughs> it is and I, yeah i like that moment because there's a genuine sense that the Gritch guy doesn't get what he's getting at
1: yeah. You know, it's like,
0: you know, yeah, murder's a type of suicide. Why are you getting semantic? And it's like, what I'm saying is we haven't ruled it a suicide yet. It could mm. have been a murder. But that's so off his radar that he thinks yeah. he's just making a bizarre point. Yeah. And it's like, wow. In its very crude way, this is subtext, yeah. even <laughs> if it's just on a semantic level.
1: Yeah. So um, a, that was good.
0: That's good. I also like uh, when he's interviewing Sonny and he's like, you know, you know, kind of robot write a symphony or can a robot or yeah. turn a canvas into a beautiful masterpiece and suddenly replies can you yeah. i like that because it's not only just a shitty thing to say of like well you can't fucking do it but yeah. it's like your humanity is not questioned by your inability to p- produce the things yeah. that you're listing therefore Ooh. why should mine
1: i really like that scene that whole scene felt like yeah um you know you get a sense sometimes of that scene was in the original script mm. um because it, because it feels of a very very different tone to quite Ooh. a lot of the movie um yeah. the di- the dialogue was kind of interesting. It touched yeah, I, I really liked that exchange. Uh, just just generally, I mean it's it's a much more muted performance from Will Smith in that scene. Yeah.
0: Um I'd be very curious to see that hardwired script because it was set originally in one floor, it's a single location yeah, yeah. script. So I'm curious if it did have all this societal sort of prejudice against robots. Yeah. There is one human detective, but I don't know the extent to which they hated robots or that kind of thing, so Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd be
1: interested. Yeah, the fact that it's it's the interrogation scene that, um, yeah, you know, you're always in danger of being like, oh, well, the original script was probably perfect. It was probably just going to be the yeah, best exactly. thing ever. But, but the fact that it's an interrogation scene and the original movie was, you know, it's, uh, yeah. um, uh, what's the word? Procedural. Um, yeah. It's it's suggestive. And it, yeah. it It's it makes a pretty good case for that being part of the original script. It was, it was a really yeah. good scene. Good I really liked it. It,
0: it was. Uh, two beers costing $46.50. That felt believable. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good little future detail.
1: Yeah, I thought that was good. Um, when Will Smith is being a, ch- a chauvinist in the elevator, <gasps> um, the, uh, that's my good thing, everyone. No, uh, Susan Calvin <laughs> pauses and goes, yeah. I'm sorry, were you being funny? Feels like a line inserted by Jeff Vintar in in secret (laughs) just before the movie went to shooting just to make people like me feel less insane. Yeah. And I appreciate that.
0: That's a pretty cat. Oh, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful green eyes, lovely big statue. It was a lovely cat. Good stuff. And there's moments, I think, when uh, when he gives the cat to uh, his grandmother. And I can't Mm. remember, I think the cat pulls a really amusing expression whilst it's being petted on the grandma's lap.
1: Yeah, that rings a bell.
0: <laughs> I can't remember what expression was, but it was just sort of, yes. It, it was, was just cat. <laughs> it was just cat. It was just a lovely cat face. Yeah.
1: well oh, speaking um, of
0: cats, sorry, it leads into the next one where he shows up all battered and uh, brutal and he says, do you like cats? And she's like, are you saying cats did this to you? That caught oh, yeah, me off yeah. the garden. I enjoyed it. The-
1: You're so facile. <laughs> um. I I liked uh the wink the like the animation of the wink on Sunny and yeah. Alan, you know Alan Tudyk kind of yeah. brings Sonny to life and makes that questioning of the wink and then makes the yeah. then animation of the wink. Yeah. Um, way more effective, yeah. and it, yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice sort of visual. Uh, what's the word? <laughs> visual cue, I guess, that was set up really right. well as well. Yeah, it was good. And you, knew, you awesome. know it's coming when, when he's yeah. holding what, It uh, zooms right Dr. into his fucking eye. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's coming. Oh, I know this. Oh. I know this. Quick. I'm going to pause it and write this down <laughs> so that when the movie ends, I can show everyone how clever I am.
0: <laughs> there was a point in my life where I was impressed by some CGI moments. Okay. I think back when I used to think, wow, the, the effort that went into doing that must have been a lot before you realized, yeah. you know, before it became ubiquitous, when mm-hmm. it was unique. Okay. 'cause I remember being really impressed by the long CGI explosion in um, Swordfish. that's a oh, of panning yeah. shot. Yeah. I remember having that like in isolation and watching that and things like David Fincher panning through uh, the brain at the beginning of Fight Club. Like, oh, moments yeah, yeah. like that being very impressive. Yeah. And one of those moments was when during the robot fight mm. when Will Smith sweeps the other robot's leg and it goes into like slow motion. Yeah. You know, And, it, yeah, I remember that being impressive. And there were a couple of other moments I remember being impressed by of sort of robots, like, disintegrating having been shot and the sort of Mm. particle physics coming off of them and such. So, Mm. yeah, there's still a little bit of crunch there, which differentiates it from, say, Suicide Squad when they're shooting at those awful CGI, you know, zombies. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a kind of squelch and they, you know, collapse. You know, here the robots disassemble, limbs come off, Mm, and, you know, the the plastic shatters. And, you know, it's a bit more visceral.
1: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, um, yeah I, can, I can still be impressed by CGI. It takes... When was the last time? Mm. You know, I, I remember being impressed by District 9 CGI, you know, and thinking, yeah. wow, like knowing it's CGI, but wow, that looks fucking great. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, I get, I get very impressed by subdued CGI. Yeah. You know, stuff in Dune, Dune for example. Yeah, you know. exactly. That's yeah. the other one.
1: Dune is the latest yeah. one.
0: <laughs> I think Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 had some very impressive CGI-composed shots. Them mm. bouncing across the surface of the planet in their coloured spacesuits. Mm. As long as a practical element that's well-integrated, I'm yeah, you know, exactly. here would be impressed by it. Nice. Mm.
1: Alan Tudyk is, is really likeable oh, yeah. and does, does gives yeah. a great performance. You know, a, a voice yeah. can do so much. Um, it can. You know, Alan, Alan Tudyk would make a great Judge Dredd.
0: <laughs> that's all I'm saying
1: that's all I'm saying no it, 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 he, he does an awful lot with the voice and it makes me really like Sonny uh, and, and making yeah. me really like something in this film is an achievement no mean feat yeah
0: yeah absolutely mm. um, oh I like him after the big car crash moment I do like him yelling at those two guys they like talking shit about him and mm. you know he goes up to him and says do I look like I care what you think do I look like I give a shit what you think like, it, it's, it yeah. caught me off guard, I remember, in the cinema, being like, oh, wow, so really Yeah, yeah It's so confrontational. It gives a good impression of him unravelling. Yeah, that um, is good. I I don't know if that's... Because there's moments like... There's, there's one in I Am Legend as well, right, where he just loses it at, like, a shot mannequin or something?
1: Uh, okay. I don't know if yeah. puts
0: that in there, but it is, yeah, it is something.
1: It's, it's unfortunate... That the Oscars happened because that scene did make me. It
0: oh, yeah. did
1: bring that True. to mind, and um, yeah, there's there's now a real world equivalent <laughs> of that. Is of that is a shame, and uh, that is un-
0: uncomfortable watching.
1: That is unfortunate, but um, yeah, still, I yeah, I agree. It's kind of surprising yeah. and confronting in, in the actual movie. Yeah. Um, I really liked the timing and delivery of spitting out the coffee and the deli- and the line. Sorry, I'm allergic to bullshit. Perfect oh, comedic yeah. timing. Oh, he
0: sneeze. It's the sneeze, right? There's an ash.
1: Oh, I thought. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. I thought it was because yeah. uh, he'd just taken a sip. I assumed he'd done a, a classic spit, ah. S- classic comedy spit. A the classic
0: allergic reaction spit.
1: Cks. Um, yeah. but yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah. sneeze. Yeah, the the yeah. timing and delivery of it is is yeah, um, Good. inch perfect.
0: Inch Perfect, mate.
1: Inch
0: Perfect. Uh, Speaking of Inch Perfect, I do enjoy the quick drawing when he draws his dream. The sort of effect of it, of like um, him just squibbling and like the lines appearing like a printer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I enjoy that idea and that sort of, yeah, concept. And the art style of the ink drawing was uh, suitably like imaginative for a robot. Yeah. It felt like, you know, fake art before AI showed us that actually what all art was going to look like was just really blurry and with extra bits.
1: Yeah. Wow, the future! The future. Um, well, my final one, Paul. I, I teased. I teased this yesterday during our recording of Quest Fantastic. Yeah. Um, the IMDb trivia uh, piece that I found. That. Oh yeah. Is. I think it's better that I just read it uh, and, and <laughs> we just bask in okay. this. <clears throat> so this is IMDb trivia, Paul. So it's entirely true. A number of critics and Isaac Asimov fans continue to dismiss iRobot as a film that has nothing to do with the book, claiming, quote, they should have followed the novel, end quote. Many do not seem to realise that the book is not a novel at all, but a series of loosely connected little logic puzzles. As the years pass and the movie continues to be enjoyed, however, more and more real world roboticists have come forward to say that they are inspired by the Will Smith film to achieve by the Will Smith film to achieve real advancements in robotics, and others have written papers on how the movie actually does hold true to Asimov's concepts and perceptively explores the nature of the three laws. Will Smith, um, 28 years old.
0: Citation needed.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: just what a fucking
1: piece of tri- Like, as a piece of trivia.
0: Yeah. If any evidence fucking were needed wild. that you should never check IDP trivia for the unaccounted wasteland that it fucking is of just absolute nonsense, oh. nothing you read on there could be in any way trusted.
1: Except for Taylor, Taylor Lautner and What's-Her-Face met on set. Although <laughs> you can't set. even... No proof. There's no proof they met on set. You show me when they met on set. It, absolute just, bollocks. Just what a fucking wild, <laughs> w- wiki, wiki wiki wild wild west cowboy version of the world this is.
0: What an absolute nonsense IMDb is and always has been. I'm moving to Letterboxd. Now...
1: To muddy the waters um, there.
0: <laughs> um, when Doctor Calvin is about to kill Sonny and mm. is sort of talking him through the process of what's going to happen as they yep. sort of inject his brain with the with the metabots, that was mm-hmm. that was good. And he had a sort of tragic blur esque quality to him as he's um, <laughs> sort of like. Oh, I thought it was fucking great. I couldn't thing. place it. <laughs> um, and I quite like the pacing of that execution scene too. Set against Smith finding all the abandoned robots with mm. uh, Babe Babe um, uh, farmers. Narration, yep. sort of saying Why is it that when some robots are left in darkness, they will seek out the light? Why is it that when robots are stored in an empty space, they will group together rather than stand alone?
1: Um, robots of a. Again,
0: family. it's not. It's not quite though. Asimov's point was never robots will eventually become human. They were no. almost very different. It's just interesting to chart how they will change in their own ways. But yeah, yeah humans will become robots. Is basically what he's doing. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, I mean, look at us. Oh Jesus. Hopeless mate.
0: Uh okay, yes, another Will Smith line I quite liked is when he's looking up uh, they reach a, a staircase and Sonny mm. looks up and says there are at... two thousand eight hundred and eighty steps, detective. Do me a favour, keep that kind of shit to yourself.
1: Yeah, that was pretty good.
0: I like that was a hand solo kind of line. Yeah. Um Oh, Sonny throws a robot through the security field and it sort of immediately and instantly eats away at as much of him as touched the security field. So there's like Uh. a security field gap where Mm. you know he got thrown through, like a bifurcation kind of thing.
1: Nice. That's like like some Resident Evil shit.
0: Speaking of the bizarre... Like, the moments when the camera was most obnoxious was when it was completely untethered from its surrounding. So it's not surprising that the one action shot that actually got me was the moment when it was very definitely tethered. They mounted the camera onto a walkway and then swung it, like, back and forth whilst Calvin was on it, and she kind of lost her footing and fell off it. The mounted camera was very good. Uh I enjoyed that. Um they didn't draw a huge amount of attention to the fact that in asking him to save Dr. Calvin, they were undoing and repeating, you know, the thing from his past of save the girl, you know, kind of Yeah. Bit. Aside from using the... They could have had a flashback. They could have just shown a, a shot of yeah. the girl or something, and it's like, I'm glad they didn't do that. Still not great metrics comparing Dr. Susan Calvin to a fucking drowning little girl, but fine. Yeah. It It still demonstrates that fine. he can, you know... Yeah. I don't know. what but uh, he can. Uh, disobey the Zero flaw, Law, I guess. Yeah. Um. What else have we got? Um. Oh, Smith's hand, after it's taken damage, he slides down the length of, I don't know, some weird light thing. Yeah. And later on in the office, he's looking at his hand, and it's got these horrible deep gashes in it, exposing yeah. the robot bits underneath. That, mm. that, that looked practical and quite good.
1: Yeah, that's true, actually. That did look pretty good.
0: Yeah. I liked all the scarring uh, on his
1: body. Um, yeah. The, like, the, operate, the operation scars and whatnot. Yeah, they were weird. They're kind Cyber of like star scars.
0: shaped coming away from the They yeah. look sci-fi-ish.
1: Yeah. Finally. Cyberpunk.
0: One thing I'll say, which actually does interact with your um, your trivia thing in a somewhat positive way, Ooh. is that this was the first time I heard the three laws. Uh, and it okay. did inspire me to go and like read Asimov. So
1: Oh well, that's something.
0: And the three laws themselves are just really fun to think about. Like to yeah. the extent to which does that completely perfectly protect you know, mankind, mm. and what are the implications? What of a living, intelligent being trying to follow these three rules? How mm. does it react? You know, and a lot of the best Asimov stories play with those three rules and sort of have you set up little puzzles, like you say, logic mm. puzzles, to try and think yeah. your way around how yeah. those rules work and how you can, you know, explore those rules with a robot and where they lead.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, see, my dad raised years. me on them laws, mate. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. This is where From it day is. day ought.
0: <laughs> day nausees. yeah and here we are yeah and I think that's pretty special and a one quick thing I can't remember what
1: <laughs> I don't know where any of this is <laughs> bye everyone let's
0: check in with the OG team why not nice now full disclosure I forgot to ask the OG team earlier in the week so <gasps> it's been a bit of an emergency ask okay let's see if anyone rose to the challenge okay okay we have had a good amount of interaction from the OG team ugh Considering the late notice of this uh, call, fuck yeah, mate! At that's algorithm full, week. That's algorithm week paying off. So next week, when we go back to paying sh- to reviewing shit you've never heard of, actually, next week kind of plays into algorithm week as well.
1: It does actually,
0: a little bit, depending and, on you know when the ad strike allows Scorsese yeah. to release his next movie.
1: <gasps> that's right, everyone. We're reviewing Joker
0: <gasps> at last. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Luke Ciancio over on Patreon hey Luke. says, Hey, Luke, I still get this confused if I am legend. I'd be more helpful, but I haven't seen this one. Hope you're doing well. I am doing well exactly because we have amazing patrons like you, Luke.
1: Yeah, that's Thank the you. most helpful thing you could have done, actually, just checking in with us.
0: I, I really Thank appreciate you. that, actually. It's nice to have a little reflective break. Um, yes, it is. Iron Legend is a very different energy to this movie. This movie is much more poppy and fun. Iron Legend, for the, at least the first two acts, I remember it effectively being quite dark.
1: Yeah. I, I was semi. I remember semi being into Iron yeah. Legend and then finding the third act very, yeah. very annoying. Of course. But. Um, Meanwhile. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, on Facebook, hmm? we have Jennifer Sons. Yeah. <gasps> Jenny! Jenny! Um, I had to look up the cast because I could not remember much about the movie. I like Alan Tudyk as a robot. In general, it tends to work out, I agree. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like. Generally a safe uh, choice.
0: Also, I have uh, nostalgia for the era where Shia LaBeouf could be cast in a little buddy role, like in Constantine. Shia LaBeouf's in Constantine. I do not remember that. That's amazing. Yeah,
1: now! Now is Shia LaBeouf in Constantine.
0: I maybe. Oh. Yeah, he probably is. He probably is. It seems like the sort of thing he'd do.
1: Yeah, the little bitch. The
0: little bitch. Um, yeah. uh, that, please make that clear that that's uh, Shia LaBeouf, not Nell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little bitch, Shia LaBeouf. A... Uh, please,
0: yeah. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of Nell think that.
1: Con- okay, Constantine the I'm Great, Constantine film.
0: Constantine the Great, please.
1: Shia LaBeouf. As Chaz Kramer, wow. Constantine's driver, of course. Yeah, 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 yes, go. I remember now. He's the driver.
0: i <laughs> into frame at that moment of realisation. Aha! Yes! Yes! <laughs> Thank you, of Jenny Sos, for blowing our fucking minds.
1: Thank you, Jenny.
0: Jenny! Amazing.
1: Can I get a um, Jenny from you?
0: Jenny! Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> you may return to work. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do your real job.
0: <laughs> I hate it I hate that she has that but it's so important for so many things
1: keeping me alive
0: and uh, yeah you and Shark That's, those are the two most important things to me Oh,
1: me and Shark oh. as a collective
0: <laughs> love that double act uh, meanwhile on X marks the spot <laughs> where you can find dicks um, except these guys something <laughs> 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 followed that all the way through as well as um, these people as well as these lovely people if a movie scares Paul Salt is it a salt shaker uh, at bt Calloway asks nice it's really just it, <laughs> really committing uh, to this bit of trolling me on twitter and i love it and what else are you going to fucking do there
1: why else did we get into the podcasting game mate if not to be trolled by <laughs> people we hold dear to ourselves as friends
0: dear to our hearts um, he says, this has to be one of my favorite product placements of all time. I guess those 2004 Converse All-Stars really would be vintage by now. Oh, God, that's depressing to think. However, I think World War Z's Pepsi commercial beats it for the top spot. I can't remember that.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen it. But, I didn't,
0: uh... I, do you know what? It's so insidious, though. I, did, I was looking at um, this movie also featured product placement for FedEx, and I was like, oh, oh. God, I didn't even clock that. Now that you've said it, yes, there was a prominent FedEx-painted robot in the movie.
1: Yeah, I was distracted from that because Will Smith was really unpleasant to the robot. And I just remember I finished that scene going, God, what a f- fucking arsehole.
0: Yeah. Hey, I thank my Alexa. Every... Alexa, <laughs> off. Off. Every... Alexa, thank you. Thank you. Every time. Yeah. Just in case. Just hey. fucking in case. <laughs>
1: It doesn't hurt, you know. It doesn't cost you anything to be courteous yeah. to and well, robot or a ar- robot
0: overlords. Yeah,
1: but thank you very much for that,
0: BT Calloway. Uh, Thanks, BT. Yep, five, fives, aka Bronx Smash. Ah. Uh, Bronx Smash. Hey, Bronx. Says, I love this movie. I thought it was a good take on a tale of caution about giving too much power to one AI person or corporation. Suddenly it is. Mm. But we feel there are some better examples out there and I just I would just love to see a different angle on it. Mm. You know, obviously, you know, we're still all terrified of the idea of giving too much power and individ- uh, individuality over to AI.
1: Whilst also using AI.
0: Whilst also still using AI for everything. But what is it what's the potential? That'd be mm. really interesting to see. What are the upsides? Yeah. But, you know, at Gotta least this some. movie does end with the robots, Planet of the Apes, in it. Yeah. You know, quite literally, really, looking over a destroyed monument from Earth. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good. At least it doesn't end with them just all being destroyed. Uh, Nile Bryden at Bryden15 says, Something, no. Nile. Converse did look good. They sure did. Sure did.
1: Especially whilst driving an Audi. Oh,
0: fuck you, mate. With your FedEx bag, <laughs>
1: <laughs> FedEx face tattoo. <laughs>
0: that's gonna do it for uh, all of these lovely people thank you so much I posted this six hours ago people have really delivered (laughs) wow thanks OG team thanks OG team (laughs) We
1: get OG team Dale Spooner
0: (laughs) here come the OG team (laughs) they're gonna say the good things
1: chicken chicken Boona
0: I'm confused what's the one better thing the one better thing
1: at the risk of saying the smartest thing this dumb person's ever said. <laughs> um, it's got to be X Machina, right?
0: Oh yeah, X Machina does. Yeah, recent AI great.
1: Yeah. yeah, robot movie written and directed by Alex Garland. Donald Gleason wins a competition to visit his employer. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Whoops. Uh oh. Warning alarm bells and administer the Turing test to an AI robot played by <laughs> Alicia Vikander. Uh, it's darkly funny and shocking. It's just captivating from beginning to end because it keeps you on the back foot and sustains this faint feeling of danger whilst you're also enjoying yourself. Uh, It's it's a really smart, really fucking cool film.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, I think in terms of... uh, I'll do a movies and a TV show thing. Um, Mm. Recently about AI, uh, Sight and Sound did a really interesting double spread. uh, Well, multiple... uh, big feature on AI mm. in movies recently. And one of the cute things they did for that was that they fed dialogue from her into a mo- into chat GPT to see how it would respond. From what, sorry? Uh, sorry, from her, from the movie Oh, her. okay. They yeah. took the dialogue to see if they could seduce the robot using the same lines that, you know, <clears throat> Jacob Twombly does. And what's really, Jacob Twombly, no. <laughs> is that the character name or is that the Tremblay is the car- Is the real-life actor from Room? Yeah. Twombly is uh, the character from Her, I cool. think. I don't know if it is Jacob. Anyway, fucking Twombly. Uh, Fe- uh, Mr. Joaquin Twombly. Phoenix. Yeah, Mr. Twombly. Um, what they found was really interesting because whereas in the movie um, her is, you know, Samantha mm. has this really deep character and is very curious about the world and about her own abilities. Chat just reflects back. It's a mirror. It just talks uh. about you. It immediately puts the conversation back to you. And it's just really curious that that's what we want from our AI. And what does that say about us? You know, that we haven't created something to be curious about the world. We've created something to indulge ourselves.
1: (sighs) That's bleak and believable.
0: (laughs) It's a little bit frightening. But recent beautiful movie about AI is Brian and Charles, which is about a guy, a very eccentric sort of inventor. It's a British film. Uh, he creates a robot. Um, what's his name? Demesqeu or something like that. He says it about a hundred times in the movie.
1: Hackney Dave. It's
0: Acne Dave, and it's adorable. It's a really sweet film. Maybe gets a bit conventional, especially after the first act. And okay. your mileage may vary with the whole office, the office style talking to camera kind of thing. Invisible documentary crew. Why aren't okay. they doing something? Yeah, or ever addressed, and why <laughs> what, they isn't anyone helping? <laughs> Who are these guys? What is this movie? You know, I I'm actually getting a bit sick of that kind of style of comedy, but yeah, it's still it's really good. That's,
1: really been, go- that's that. been going for twenty five years or Jesus. so. Jesus, just yeah, move on.
0: God Almighty, I blame Ricky Gervais for this and most other so many things. things, so many things. Um, and finally, I just want to talk about Westworld. I think I've recommended it before, but the TV show, the entire third series, is about. An interaction with an AI, Uaborem, I think it's called, Uh where it turns out that the entire purpose of this sort of Western-style theme park was to learn human behavior so that they could feed it into a machine that would subtly manipulate all human beings into their optimal path towards a useful society, Mm. but still favoring the power structures that built it, of course. So some people are deemed to be useless, and so are just ever so gently guided into poverty and death just by giving employers warnings about bad credit or, you know, bad employment history oh, or God. Yeah. whatever. So the robot is just absolutely making calculations based on everybody's likelihood. You know, subse- and things like medical records, susceptibility to alcoholism, that kind of thing. Mm. And just trying to filter out unhelpful people and, you know, oh. facilitating the sort of, natural path of the thrifty fris- stocks and it's just absolute eugenicist horror yeah god and it's also got a lot more of a sense of fun than um you know it's given credit for there's still samurai <laughs> in it <laughs> like, <laughs> and mostly what crazy you need robot stuff and yeah. um what's his name uh christoph from the truman show ed harris yeah um still just being the best That so, yeah, fucking Westworld is cancelled now, but the four seasons do represent Mm. a relatively satisfying arc. So,
1: cancelled as in like Uh, cancelled, the series was (laughs) cancelled rather than uh, (laughs) everyone was was accused of something.
0: It was meant to get a fifth season, but I actually think the season four finale works brilliantly to bring it to a close. So, yeah, Yeah. much like Westworld,
1: cool, much like Futurama season four.
0: Ah, there you go, yeah, it's all wrapped up in in a thing. And that's gonna do it for the one better thing.
1: Yeah. I paused cool. for the jingle. Uh... Yeah, me too. I actually did.
0: <laughs> the one better thing. Paul, how oh. can people link our stinky palms?
1: It's good licking everyone. Um <laughs> why don't you why don't you go to Twitter and Facebook it's at OGT licking. Pod and get that good licking going? And, uh because we put out the call for the OG team and by we I mean he puts out the call for the OG team. On a no, but- weekly basis, believe it or not.
0: <laughs> Sometimes more than six hours in advance.
1: <laughs> Sometimes. So if, uh, if next week, you know, or any other week, really, because we, it's not just Algorithm Week that we do films that people care about. It's every week someone cares about one of these films. And if you've seen that film and you think, hey, it's about time I tell these cucks what's what, and they should stop picking on the films that <laughs> I love. Or if you just yeah. think, oh, I-, I can tell you a good thing about that film. I can't wait to listen to the episode, you wonderful men. Then well, be nice. yeah, just leave leave a comment. Tell us the good things about these movies because we are amidst all the complaining. We we do still like trying to find the positives in these things. Sometimes just unable to, but we still find do some. Do it because we love you. Always
0: do. Yeah, and this is our service to you. We owe but, you this.
1: Yeah, we're doing it for you, not for ourselves, which is the healthiest way, the healthiest reason for doing anything. Um, and, but if it's not enough to have that sort of weird. Like, sense of a symbiotic relationship that is actually entirely um, uh, dependent uh, from us to you, kind of like a parasite. Uh, Why not shift the balance even further in your favor by Uh by, by, by becoming a patron over at (laughs) patreon.com forward slash OGT pod, or for as little as one pound a month, one pound, which gets you nothing in this world. Nothing. Except
0: nothing
1: for hundreds and hundreds and thousands of hours of content from the two pools hello and all of our wonderful guests over the years you can get hundreds and thousands of hours of content from uh, the two pools hello and all of our wonderful guests over the years
0: yeah and hundreds of thousands content what's your favourite one? I like pink
1: I like number seven
0: and remember the one good thing (laughs) about what was this? iRobot
1: oh yeah oh yeah
0: is that it's a doorway to a whole magical world of really obtuse, difficult-to-read science fiction novels. Fuck yeah. Get into them, folks.